0: All right, Minifans, another live show done and dusted, and another Minifandom review coming your way. I'm, of course, Menas, and I'm joined by Montante, who made the trip to Delaware. He's now back in New Jersey. Mike, how are you? Good. Didn't, didn't sleep much.
1: Nothing fun going on tonight. Just stayed up late, got woken up by Mick and his cousin banging at my hotel door about 6.40 a.m., but I'm here. <laughs> So What were they
0: doing at six forty a.m. No, I told I told
1: them one of my least favorite things is if I'm not home, I want to get home. Like, so I said, "Listen, if I please, tell me you guys the same way as me. When you get up, let's go. Like, don't sleep in, don't lollygag." And they're like, "No, we are." And I was like, "Okay." So like, as soon as you wake up, if it's four four ten four fifteen seven whenever that is, come knock on my door. And they
0: they did, which I'm, I'm thankful for. But you didn't drive with them, did you? It was just oh yeah, the same yeah. So you drove with Mick and his cousin.
1: Yeah, I reached out. because I, I have a shit ton of driving in theory. I, I'm going to be in Virginia this week and then Boston at the end of the week. Um, so I was like, I just don't feel like doing another six hours if I, you know, if I could avoid it. So I reached out to to uh, Mick. I was like, listen, don't be offended. You can say no. Can you take me there and back? It'll add about 40 minutes each way out of the way. I'll fill up your tank. And without skipping a beat, the other half, the m M&M m boys, the better half, said, don't worry
0: about it. No problem. Send the address. Oh wow! Look at this Class. great, great team effort by the Eminem boys. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. So, did they come by your place to pick you up? Was it on the way?
1: Yeah, they came. They came close. They sent me Facetime, me and he like showed me what they were looking at. And he he was across the street. But yeah, you, you get in. You're walking up. I see them there. I see the Massachusetts plate. Christian has the uh, video can camcorder whatever rolling. Get in the car. It smells like they have like six dead skunks in there. It was it was uh, quite the uh, quite
0: the scene. And was it it better or worse Than the road trip you did with Deva When you went up to Portland There was no screaming Mick
1: I thought Mick would be like a pussy driver Like going too slow, people passing him Honking He has this weird ability where he's flying But everything is delayed by four seconds So like there'll be like A car stopping ahead And he'll be accelerating still and you're like I don't think he realized, like, he, it, it was, it was, it was, it was better, but it was, it was scary. It kept you on the t- you know, tip of your toes, but great drive. Good conversation. Those two are something, but uh, it was, it was good. It was a good drive.
0: Oh, good to hear. Um, and so that means your girlfriend and the other person that we're going to go pulled out. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Alex and her sister were, uh, we're going to go. Uh, but Alice a little wishy-washy because she wasn't sure if she could, uh, she got kind of called in the work and it was her day off, but it would kind of be a shitty thing. She's got a raise to be like, no. So she was iffy about that. Taking a half day didn't really make much sense. So I said, don't worry about it. You know, maybe we'll get, get a go to Portland or whatnot. And her sister ended up working anyway. So it's not, not the end of the world.
0: Um, I was really glad to hear that because when Kirk was bringing up all the things you would said about Sam and just, just bringing up your general level of depravity, I was like, oh, no, if Mike's girlfriend is there, he's in fucking trouble. I,
1: I, I've been together with her for seven years. You don't think she knows? True. She she would say without skipping a beat, who's the most horny human being alive? She would say me and to be disgusted as she said it. She she gets it. She, <laughs> we're, we're, an, we're an open We're an open book here.
0: Oh, that's good to hear. I guess you'd have yeah. to, to survive together. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, now we're going to get into the show and the trip and the beforehand. I guess I just want to start off by addressing this tweet that I put out. Um, File this live show in the category. It seemed a good idea at the time. So I put this out before the live show. And I got 62,000 uh, views. Jesus. Uh, I know. Uh, and Look, I think this, this tweet is more about my insecurities than it is about anything else because if i'm kirk and i'm hosting a live show and people are driving six seven eight hours to get there if i see there's no seats for people and it's uncomfortable people have to stand up for a two-hour show i'd feel bad but i realized that's me that's my issue because it is. most people that most people there didn't care you know it was a fun time um it's just that's my anxiety if i was in kirk's shoes i'd be like oh fuck, you know there's not enough seats um so so that's what it was. It wasn't trying to shit on the show or shit on the idea of doing a, a live show at a subway. It was just, you know, when I saw Minifans are driven from fucking Ohio and stuff and they're like, you know, can't sit down. And then, you know, I even see like, you know, when the guests are brought up, like your back was to the audience. I saw yeah. a video like, you know, it would have been easy to have a little fold-out chair there. Anyway, all I'm saying is I'm not trying to shit on the show. This was all about my insecurities and anxieties that's it's big it. you
1: that's big you to say can i can i psychoanalyze you from uh, across the pond yes couple yes. ponds you're far, far you know, down under i get it. it's a natural reaction you have fomo and whether you realize it or not you put out these kind of darkish tone tweets when live shows are happening because the biggest thing is you want to be there whether it was the disaster that was uh plymouth, plymouth, plymouth. or, or yeah. this None of these tweets are going out. You just you just want to be there. I don't. You're not doing it intentionally. These aren't look at me tweets. These are just subconscious things that you're just you're just putting out there. I get it. I don't think anyone could be you know begrudgy for that.
0: Yeah, and there is certainly an element to that. But like with Plymouth again, I was just you know, I want every show to go off without a hitch. I want every show to be loved, and I don't care. I'm not there. It's just as I said. I think for me, it's I really care about the Minifans. You know, I I serve the Minifans with the network. I love the Minifans and. You know, I, I just feel sometimes in the past I'm a bit triggered because they've been hard done by. But anyway, and then Kirk said it, he thought it was great. The crowd was the best of any small live show since the first Madawaska. Now you weren't at the first Madawaska, but what was the crowd like? I mean,
1: it was it was what you expect. You know, not a lot of bells and whistles when you're doing a live show at a uh, subway and uh, mm. you know in the in the south, it is what it is. But it was perfect. It was the audio was fine. Yeah, I mean, for how small that venue was, it went about as well as you could. I mean, I was sitting down. I'm sure if I was standing up, then a little more comfortable. I think it was perfect. You know, when you have a show like that, you're not going to be running around. I'll hang off a balcony singing. It's just going to be just shooting the shit for you know ninety minutes, two hours. It was everything that you'd hope it being. And once it went very smooth.
0: Good. And so you drove there. Did you? So I saw you were at pre 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 show drinks. Yeah, derbies. It's funny. It's this this town's very teeny tiny
1: town. Everything was near each other, so the pregame bar was right there, subways right there, the hotel's right there, post post bars right there, within like uh, a you know a three-quarters of a mile radius. Great! And what was the get-together beforehand like? It's it, it was interesting, it was, it was very, very small. So they had their normal, probably 18 to 22 patrons, um, and then you know 20-30 minifans. Okay. Uh, the, the guy who stole the show, there's a seven-foot minifan. I'm not who even is that. It. He's like a seven someone, foot tall Minifan who just lived, grew up in New Jersey, lives in Pennsylvania, loves the show. He was, he knew everything. He was an encyclopedia. Kirk would be thinking out loud during the show, and I, I could hear him talking to himself, like saying, it. "He's probably the biggest Minifan out there. He knows fucking everything. Just loves the show, and just happens to be seven feet tall. Must be nice." He,
0: he's certainly the biggest Minifan out there. Would you rather be four eight like you or seven foot? <laughs> I'm not four eight. Well, well, I don't know. I've never been seven foot. Um, so that's know. too much. Uh, i'm really happy with my size in all aspects uh uh I, I never think about things like that but yeah i saw him and then i saw him next to tara now i don't you probably don't remember tara, i remember you... I, rem- I remember her she was on one of the middle well, ladies in the original middle
1: ladies Oh, stop you perv yeah would um <laughs> yeah yeah You know. I, yeah, as soon as i saw her I was like isn't that who i think it is i didn't recognize her husband i don't think her husband was ever a public figure
0: but i recognized her instantly yeah, that was so cool to see that. I thought she dropped off listening. She's not on Twitter anymore, but she must still be listening to the show. Yeah.
1: No, it was, it was a blast from the past to see her. Um, Mama K. Off
0: a good appearance, by the way. Yeah, that had a, a great chat. A show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cook, Kirk's not going to like it, but it's not for him. Um, but there was, you know, I saw Kevin, Mama K, you, Mick. Um, a lot of people I didn't know. Um, Tara, Ocella, Oche- Ocella for the
1: first time. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there was it was a good, good, uh, good bunch. Ringles What's he of like? Ocella's like? really, really young, low twenties, from yeah. Jersey. Nice kid. Much right. more quiet in person than he's on. He online he's a he's just you know shit talker.
0: In person mm. he's much more calm and you know. So, dude, but <laughs> makes sense. And so, mm-hmm. so there's a big pre pre gaming at the bar. Was anyone sort of going hard or was apart from Tim Richards? <laughs> uh,
1: no, everyone was, everyone was, uh, relaxed. You know, who could put them down, uh, is, and I get it. If you're, you know, dating Miss you know, nipples, I get it. You have to be probably fucked up that. The majority of the time. She was putting them down and she was, she didn't get slobber. She was, she was fine, but yeah, she's putting mm-hmm. down tall, tall, uh, Gin and tonics or something, and she was yeah, she was hammering them, but um no, no one there was no scenes. Yeah, I think although I think I think someone I think someone tweeted out that uh someone threw up a BMN guy's car, so something must have happened. Probably someone really threw it. up a beer man guy's
0: car. Must have been Tim Richards. Who's to say? <laughs> there was two there were two <laughs> notable road trips. So you did what I would do. I have no way I'm driving back after that show. I'm going to a motel and going to bed. I wouldn't want to drive back, and I'm three hours away. People
1: were driving right. back seven hours. It's it's lunacy. It's it's You're hurting yourself at that point. Just fucking get mm. a $70 hotel room. That's perfectly fine. Sleep four hours and go home. Get
0: crazy. A lot of, more
1: people than that you'd think. It wasn't just BMN and Tim Ringles. There were multiple people
0: that did that. Mama Kay and Kevin did. And apparently Mama K drove the whole night home because she didn't want to fall asleep. Which, if I'm the passenger, when she's saying, I stay awake better man. if I'm driving, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, mm. now I don't want to fall asleep. But the passenger's <laughs> sleep. By the
1: way, if, if those two got a room, I know they're both married. Something's happening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's That's very, very, the Yeah, absolutely. Just stop off at a, a rest stop for a quickie. Yep. <laughs> no, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to make it. cast dispersions. Apparently, both of their partners are very nice. Very, very nice. Um. Okay, so live show itself. A few takeaways. What was the fight between you and Justin before the show? So he they teased that, and I was thinking, um, I was like, I I didn't know. I was thinking, I got
1: like real deep. I was like, when he stayed over, that I like do something that he's been, you know, simmering on for three months. I didn't know what it was. So then at the end, like any more questions, I was kind of like, you know, you know, what the fuck is that about? And he texted me. It was about uh, me being wrong, wrong on Sam, which I was
0: not terribly wrong. I was wrong. (laughs) so the fight. I'm gonna. That's all it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah where is sam where? She's, sorry, here. She's, uh, there she is. she's there she's there she's she's
1: thick, sam. but you know they like the grits and stuff down south so she looks uh, lovely yeah. i'm, a, looks I'm lovely a fucking smile
0: i'm a pig so yeah who, who am i to say anything so absolutely you definitely you definitely would not say no oh, to that if you were single oh absolutely of course, not. of course not um It was nice of Sam to jump on. It it seems like Delaware, and I just, you know, obviously I'm an Aussie, but it it seems like this kind of state that's just in the middle of everywhere. Kind not the middle of nowhere, but just like a nothing kind of state, like a sort of state you pass through on the way somewhere. Yeah, it's really small. It separates like
1: DC and the traditional South from like the Northeast. Flat, boring state, not much going on. Yeah, I don't don't know. Like that little town was like, I know it was just like off a whim and like not much thought went into it. I wouldn't be shocked if another show happens in that town. Maybe not somewhere. Really? I don't know where else it would. I don't know where else it would be. But it was just like one of those little teeny tiny towns that was just like very easy. I mean, outside of the driving there, eight hours is kind of far, but
0: just mm. logistically, it was very easy. Harrington, Delaware. Wow. We was, were really-
1: afterwards, when we were out, we were like trying to explain the people. Cause you will go into the bar and you know everyone's wearing their uniforms. Everyone's got the KMS black hoodies on. Oh yeah. And people are like people are like what the fuck's going on? And I'm like, I don't know how to explain it. So I let Justin Durand explain it. He literally started at the <laughs> base. He was like, it started with herbs and cheese. Like, dude, don't go. Like, we did a we, there was a live show of a podcast at the subway. Like that subway. <laughs> like yeah, they're like
0: what? We're like yeah, it's strange, but. It's in the end, it's a great publicity stunt for Kirk to do a show in the subway. That's what I've I've circled around, and and I sort of think it's it sounds the idea sounds better than actually doing it, like people crowded into a subway and stuff like that. But it certainly worked. I mean, it was got a lot of publicity, and I was very very happy that they decided to release the audio. Um, Yeah, didn't know if the audience was too happy with that, but. I was very everyone, happy. No, every, I think everyone was completely fine. I mean, there's, what's the, what's the downside, you know? Um, how, how did the audio come out? Well, look, I don't want to criticize Coleman and Justin too much, um, but they did a, a serviceable job. Um, but I think if you're going to make after show questions from the audience, maybe you want to have a mic that you can take around the audience. That is um, a
1: good point. I, Yes.
0: Seems easy too. That's a uh, fair. So you couldn't hear the questions whatsoever? No, you couldn't hear the questions. And you know, they've got these road wireless goes. I've seen them use them. Like you can just have one of those and pass it pass around. Pass it around, yeah. Um, but look, they did a fine job. I think there was something was so weird. Colin didn't have anything at all prepared for the show. Like Justin had a few things. All all Colin wanted to talk about was Mama K and Kevin's car so ride. It's all upset. it's all he
1: had. It's all he had. I thought it was interesting when he was like yeah, yeah, we'll see some of it for Monday. That is a nuts thing. Maybe it's just, you know, mm. you're saying something at the moment, you don't actually mean it. It's a weird thing to say.
0: Like, what, what monster moment. stories is he sitting on, you know? Mm. Um. So that was bizarre. Like, it was, that was a bit like Cullinane. Like, just, I don't know, it seemed like Coleman got so obsessed with actually going there and setting up he forgot about the actual show. And um like he's a young kid and it's not a huge drama but kirk was after like after an hour there was like okay let's take questions because i've got nothing else to talk about
1: yeah yeah but but like in a little intimate setting like that i think that was always gonna be a big portion of the show um i think i I don't want to jump the jump the gun here but i just want to say this is by far blind mike's best ever from what i've seen (laughs) <laughs> live show performance because that that's just that's right up his alley not a big stage no you know, it's just sitting there shooting the shit with someone that you've you know worked with forever so great great blind mic performance and yeah, well, harry harry and harry, harry assisting
0: yeah harry harry was fine oh he's what do good.
1: you <laughs> what do you mean that, that's that's something uh yeah no i
0: like harry he's getting older so yeah. he's getting more listenable and i did like him taking shots at the rundown um yeah, so they had the Harry audio, they had the Jerry Callahan audio, and that was painful to listen to on Like, just if, if your voice is that bad, there is actually a physical thing. I don't, you as a great podcast yourself, you probably know yes. this, but uh, there is actually a physical reaction to bad sound that is subconscious. Like, you can't like, it's grating. Like, I like Jerry, but I just could not listen to that. And I, uh, know, it, that ma- it makes terrible. it makes you squirm. So I've been hearing you know,
1: kind of through the grapevines, like updates, you know, his getting his fifth shot of uh, whatever in his throat. Hopefully this is the one that takes. So when I heard he was coming back, I was really intrigued to see, is he forcing it? Is he he perfect? And when I started the pod, I was like, all right, it's okay. But then I would skip ahead like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And by the end, man, he he was fucking, that's tough. That sucks. Mm -hmm. And apparently when he was at his worst, there was like, you know, weeks upon weeks where he literally—you ever seen a cat that, like he's trying to meow but nothing comes out? Yeah. Apparently, it was like that. Like he literally—if like, something was happening, he couldn't really scream for help. Like that's—I don't know. That's tough. That's fucking tough. But yeah, it was uh, weird to hear. Yeah. Do you actually believe Kirk when he says that was the first time he heard that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I do as well. If it was something on the network, he would—he would listen to it already. But I think he saw that—that that it came out and was like, "All right, I'll wait. I'll actually wait, generally to to listen to this for the first
0: time uh, in subway." And also, unless you're really into sort of that right-wing lunacy stuff like you are, then there's no yeah. reason to listen to the Jerry Callahan show. Like, I haven't listened to it. I can't remember the last time I listened to it. You know, maybe two years, three years ago. It's just not for me. It's probably yeah. not for Kurt content-wise. Um, it was a bit a bit slack, though, that Jerry didn't really reach out and just say, hey, thanks for covering for me. or I'm getting doing. heat for that. Like, I'm the bad guy well like why why wouldn't he reach out to you like it's the nice thing to do like if if someone filled in if someone filled in for anybody at work because someone's sick you'd reach out i filled
1: in for fucking 15 shows kept the ads going so he made. i didn't make a fucking dime off it all i want is a sympathy sympathy text saying thank you you don't even have to mean it you can be motherfucking Mm. me as you type the words thank you got nothing and at the end when they're playing it, he's like, ah, oh, thanks, thanks, Newsmax. Thanks to everyone reaching out. Thanks, you know, thanks to my post. Thanks, everyone. And then uh, he could, uh, Craig could tell he's winding down and he's like, Yeah, thanks, uh, Montante, too. He's like, Yes, thank you, Montante, for filling it. it's like, You weren't gonna say it, you fucking asshole. So I'm joking, I'm joking a little bit when weird. I say when I call him a cocksucker, but I'm joking, you know, I'm kidding on the square. Like, there's some truth behind what I say. That. Like, come on, man,
0: yeah, I mean, there's enough body of evidence now from all of. Jerry's former co-host to realize he's a selfish prick. He he gets in bed with who's the best for him, whether it's Dino, whether it's Kirk, whether it's you doing the show for him. But he, he actually doesn't give a shit. He just he's a selfish, selfish man. Um, I, thought the, I thought the most compelling segment of the show, the live show, was when Jess. they caught Jess, when they called Jess. Absolutely. Um what are your thoughts on the Jess appearance? Mixed girlfriend for those listening. Or we hope still girlfriend
1: after that so i don't want to speak out of school but i don't think as i've gotten to know mick a little bit i don't think he'll be mad about this i asked him because when he when she didn't answer originally i was like oh good for mick like he probably dodged the bullet like what the fuck is he thinking mm. and then then it happened and i was like oh oh boy i asked him driving back i was like hey he was like did you just panic in the moment and just say yeah go ahead call her and he's i don't know if he meant this he said I could sense that there wasn't much going on in the show. True,
0: there wasn't.
1: Anything. He was like, so... I let, it, like I let it happen. And I was like, I don't... Do you think Mick's being genuine when he says that? I mean, because he said it immediately. It's like a snap response. Yeah, I think he's being genuine. Absolutely. I, I think he, he just... Yeah, he didn't have much to gain there. I could have only really went south.
0: No, but let's face it. Mick loves the attention. He loves... You know, doing these bits. I mean, I yeah, I, I think he – and I think you get in that moment, like when Cheeks called the mother or something, that Oof. you're on the show, there's the adrenaline, and maybe afterwards you have some regrets. But you're right. Yeah. The best the best result was Mick was, oh, yes, let's call, and then Chim, her not picking up. So he's done everything right, but she yeah. just hasn't picked up. It,
1: yeah, but then when the, the, the Justin text was very funny. Mick had a line that made me squirm. I was like, why did he just – one, they're like, yeah, they're two, we're two different people, and Mick goes, yeah, I'm American. I was like, my <laughs> goodness, Mick, Jesus Christ, leave <laughs> that one in the hole. That was so weird. Um, <laughs> it was
0: funny though. He trying to make Kirk laugh.
1: It was jarring. Yeah, I don't even think Kirk heard it, but um, no, good for you, Mickey. Mickey's an interesting, interesting character. She she speaking of sexy voices we Sam. Oh. Jess kind of had a sexy voice, and I know we got in trouble. Two, three years ago speaking about her. You go back and listen to the tape. I've seen her. He's hot with all due respect. Yeah. So the voice, this this time it actually checks out. You know, I'm 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 now one for two uh with that in, in regards to to Sam. Um but yeah, Mickey's got a good thing going there. He knows it, but yeah, he's just kind of in limbo. So we'll we'll see. She's definitely the one who calls the shots in that relationship
0: for definitely good reason. And it, it came out that she didn't actually bite that cake was was all the hubbub she just bought it from the stop and shop and gave it to him and then confusing to... didn't the cake say like congrats on the 50th or was that in the caption god now you're testing me i don't know if it had it, it, could you imagine reaching
1: out to shop and stop and be like hey could you like put a congratulations on your 50th podcast like i <laughs> mean like, what the fuck some guys making minimum wage to do that you yeah. know yeah i
0: think so I mean, that that, that did seem
1: like a revelation, but he jumped out ahead of it and said that VD uncovered this three years ago. So I don't know. Who knows? That was funny. It was news to me.
0: Mm. But that was a good call. I mean, she was like, you got to get your shit together, which I agree with. Like, you know, they're getting to 30 that they're, they're on the, you know, they're not 25 anymore. They're yeah. coming up to 30, you know, her, sh- sh- her biological clock is ticking. You know, and if you're a young, pretty girl like her, you don't want to just be with some guy like Mick until you're 30. And then he dumps you like you. You oh, want, or you have to dump no him. You, back from that. No, so I totally, I'm on board with Jess. He should, he should definitely, if he if he wants to settle down with her, then he should do it soon. Uh, I mean, if he doesn't, good, well, just cut her loose, cut her loose, Mick, and go and. Well, you know, what, I told Mick,
1: what I told Mick, what uh, I told Mick, is don't propose without living with her. I don't care if you've been dating for six years; she stays over a couple nights a week until you live with somebody you don't know you have an idea you could probably guess but living with someone because you, you you don't live with someone you get in a fight they go home you text the next day you make up you're mad at somebody you live with them you're not going anywhere so lay laying next to that fucking bitch for the night you know it mm. is what it is like you're gonna have to so i gave him that sound advice but he just has a sweet little deal right now with his cousin they're living like uh you know they're college kids i don't think he wants to give that up so we'll, we'll see it we'll see how that goes
0: well i don't think it's just living like college kids, I think it's cheap. I don't know. Oh, about of course, rent. of course, big time. You know, Christian probably gives him a big discount and helps him pay his mortgage, <laughs> and um, it works for everybody. Uh-huh. Um, and she clearly doesn't want to move in with Christian and Mick. That's for sure. Can't, she doesn't blame want her. And so I thought that was a highlight. And then when she was saying she's got a secret about Mick, I think we were all hoping it would be something way about, more embarrassing than what we got. Deck, Yeah, yeah, or just just something weird sexually, like he yeah that was a big yeah. letdown what, what was it again actually it's it's i forget he, he walks oh, yeah, yeah, tippy yeah, toes he walked oh yeah somewhere. yeah yeah that's kind of funny though because like she might be his height or a bit taller and therefore he you know he walks around with his tippy toes that's kind of sad too, mm-hmm. in a Different way. <laughs> in it, it is it is but everyone yeah they the the build-up was perfect
1: and uh kind of fell flat but no that is funny and very very on brand for mick
0: Apart from that, it was a pretty, it was just a pretty good listen. Like, if, so for someone that wasn't there, it was a good listen because, you know, there were lots of people there, you know, people coming in and out. But as I said, it, it felt like, I don't know, it felt like Kirk was hoping there'd be a bit more natural storytelling stuff. Um, like there was no, nothing, no drama in the lead up to it. Um, or well, you, like uh, you, you weren't blown away but and I don't, I don't, mean to come
1: across as like a hater or like a dickhead when i say this the weirdest thing that i've seen probably in my 32 years on this planet was the two minute span of augustus showing off his cartoon shoes then after that kind of died down him going back to be like they're wheelies too and everyone was like all right so you want me to want me to put them on and then he rolls in a minute later and does back and forth what the fuck are you doing? Like you're a grown man. Like,
0: what did, did that come through an audio? So no, I didn't know that was during the show, but since subsequently I saw Tim Ridgels posted a video of Gus putting the wheels in his shoes. And look, Gus and I were trading messages last week. And I said to him, my advice to him would be just unplug for a week from the show, from Twitter, give yourself a week off. You've been put through the ringer, but now it's just sad. He's, I don't know, he's, like, desperate for attention. He, he's he's just waving his hands around, and as someone who's, you know, done that repeatedly, I can recognize yeah, yeah, you're, you're, it Yeah, yeah, you're a pro. You could say it. Exactly. So, uh, so so what did he do? He, like, was this during the show? Or, like, it was during the show. It? They, like, I
1: forget exactly how it got brought up, but the attention went to his shoes, so he puts, like, leg uh, on his knee, and he has, like, Towelie from um, South Park custom shoes. I don't know where you get those. So it's kind of funny for a second. And he's like, yeah, they're, they're wheelies. And then it's like, yeah, you want to see? Like, oh, they're in the car. And he's like, Coleman, keys. And so, like, Coleman throws him the keys because he didn't grow there. or He didn't drive there. You know, he's a grown man who didn't drive there. Yeah. So he runs out for a minute. People forget about it. I guess he puts the wheels into the bottom of his shoes and he comes in. And it's like, is he still committed to this? Because by then the show kind of drifted away and like i said he will like roll eight feet this way to kind of no applause, and then eight feet back the other way it was it was just like one of the biggest reasons he got you know let go was you know kind of everything when it came down to it, was about gus and then a mm. week later after you're like oh he still comes in and kind of makes it it's it was it was really bizarre I, I just remember being like what the fuck is this like i don't have my shit together i'm a disaster But i'm like what this 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 guy's got to get the fuck together He's got wheels yeah. on his shoes, not on his car. Like, figure
0: something out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I so saw the tip, that makes sense. I did eat Kirk a couple of times, saying, "I guess you're an idiot" or something. Uh, yeah. So that's probably what it was. Did you how have any you other? We- Going?
1: Not. Uh, how much would you have? So, if uh, just say, I know, well, I want to say OnlyFans. The only example. What? What is it? Um. What can you put stuff behind a paywall like uh, Patreon? If this yeah, show came absolutely. out on KMS Patreon. What would the cutoff amount be? We're like, all right, maybe I don't want to watch this. Like, nineteen ninety
0: nine. Would you would you listen or watch the show? So, so let let the, let's get this straight. So we're we listening to the delay the audio podcast on the same time. the, or, yeah, the same the, time, video. The,
1: the same time.
0: Or, the uh, the just the audio file. Same time that yep. got
1: released. Um, yep. as the normal podcast. The, you know, what is the number? We're like, and eh, maybe I'll pass. One ninety nine, two ninety nine. No,
0: no, I mean, three bucks? You, you're 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 thinking about for three bucks? Yeah, like it was to me. Like most of the shows in studio last week were better. um Yeah, but but
1: just the live show, the intrigue. I, you're paying probably ten bucks for that. I think.
0: I what? I mean, boy, I, I I'd, you're I'd, I'd pay ten bucks because I'm an idiot. But what yeah, it should. Be, <laughs> there you go. I think it should be priced about if you were making people pay for the audio of that show, considering most of the audio you couldn't hear from the audience and stuff. I would. Yeah, I would be charging couple of bucks.
1: Yeah, um, no, i just curious bears- to see you your uh you know what 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 amount you'd go
0: to uh in order to do but that. But if they, if they did a live pay per view of it, I'd I'd pay for that. That would be fun. Um, you know, maybe ten bucks again the same as they did yeah. at Socco. And yeah. also they were talking about doing the the Portland show. I think they should try and do a pay per view. And again, if they want to charge a bit more for it, I'd pay 15 uh, 20 bucks.
1: Uh, well he he said he was like kind of i could be misremembering it but i think he said something along the lines of he doesn't want to do the one drawback would be um pay-per-view for that would be like people are paying to go there so it's kind of cheap to them to then put on a pay-per-view if you feel that way if the average ticket's 50 bucks make the i know you're gonna be like what the fuck are you saying make the pay-per-view 50 bucks mm-hmm. yeah. like, you, listen you don't have to buy it you know like if you think it's too much to pay maybe it is don't buy it but if that is your one concern about the people being there. Okay, well, like people at home are paying the same amount and you're actually there, you know? Mm. Because if you do make it cheap, it is kind of a slight advantage to the uh,
0: person watching at home on their couch. Yeah, because I think it's probably better. I mean, I'm just sort of workshopping this on the fly, but in my sense, it's probably better to do pay-per-view for the smaller shows like the subway, they want to go on tour this year and do some of those little towns. They, to me, are perfect pay-per-views because like normal show. Everyone's kind of seated. It wouldn't take too much to get a decent stream going, whereas they were saying, which is true, that the Portland show, I mean, you're going to need multi-cameras to do a decent yeah. job and mm-hmm. the pay-per-view could be quite expensive just to set it up with, you know, a full team. Um, I obviously love them to do it because I can't get there. And, and Kirk seems a bit surprised that being on Easter's curtailed the, the ticket sales. But the way I think about it, it's not that I think, and I know you Americans, are, a lot of you are wacko religious, but um, yeah. it's not that it's the the ho- uh, holy holiday. It's the fact that it's a long weekend yeah. with kids off and yeah. families. And, you know, if you're a minute, you know, so most of them have been a fan of men. Um, I can tell you actually when I go into the analytics on Spotify from the KMS network feed, it's ninety eight percent. I think it's ninety seven percent men, ninety seven point five percent men, and then two point five percent women. So, so ninety seven point five percent. You know, it's it's a hard conversation to tell your wife or your partner and say you got kids. Hey, it's a long weekend. I'm jetting off to Portland to see KMS yeah, that's, live. That's
1: a hard conversation to have without
0: it being a holiday weekend. Yes, exactly. So when you add in Easter
1: Sunday, yeah, they definitely hit the nail on the head. Where um, Colleen was just looking at it half-assed. You know, one of the days where he got there five hours before the show started had nothing to do. It's like, oh, this this weekend seems to be a little cheaper. That's a deal, and just booked it. You know, they (laughs) kind of they pretty much said as much last night. Um, yeah, it is, it is, it is a bit of a pain. You just mentioned something about the analytics with the, the the KMS network. I'm yeah. hearing rumors. I'm not going to say who told me them. You, you won't get me to say it. People are worried about you promoting and keeping your uh, content, whether it's Minifandom, Tiny CEO, on top of the search when you when you look up the network. Are you are you manually doing that, or is that just? No, I'm not that. I'm not that conceited, unfortunately. Okay. okay. Um, Listen, I won't say who told me that. Who who thought that? I won't.
0: No, no, I um, no. Mike and the Minifans is the top, past live. David, stream. David, David does hate you though. Oof. Yeah, no, I, I haven't done any of that. He just gets upset because you know they did a Quantum Kirk last week and then I released the Minifandom on the same night. They're very selfish, very, very selfish. People.
1: I, I fear I I liked it for a while that you guys were kind of hating each other and I could sit back and watch. I think we're actually at the point now where it's the point of no return for David. I think he legitimately hates you. Yeah, well, that's
0: fair enough. I mean, I, I'm sad because, you know, we're great friends. We had a great time when I was over, 2022. I went to his house, you know, hung out at yeah. his, his place and had a beautiful afternoon. I'm sure it'll come good. He's very, very sensitive. I mean, Quantum Kirk's moving back to Monday nights um, because it was the night I originally suggested, and it's a much better night because what happens on Thursday and Fridays is a lot of shows come in, you know, a lot yeah. of Robbie V, you know, Big Dog When It's On, you know, reload. Um, you know, a lot of stuff comes in at the end. Why don't we get in Robbie V in studio? I mean, enough already. Get Robbie V. What, what what do we got to do? What do you think about Mama K in studio? Because she said she'd go in. I think she should go in. Yeah, I think I,
1: she is mind-numbingly annoying on Twitter. But what I like about Mama K is she will admit that she knows that mm. she knows the show. As you know, she's uh you know she's she has she's done it forever. She's a veteran of the uh, apparently of the um radio business. Yeah. I think she would be I think she would be top 10% third chairs. I think she'd be naturally great. She knows the show. She has a good sense of humor.
0: Yeah, I think it's, I think good. it's a no-brainer. She's very good to talk to. We had a really good conversation. Um, yeah. interesting. Yeah. And you and you could
1: and you could bust you could bust their balls too and she like won't, you know, be offended. She I think she'd be great to go in there. Yeah, and no doubt 20
0: years ago she was a smoke show. I no was no, I saw her last night. She still got it. Yeah. Okay, um, yes, yes, and she's still a smoke show. But I'm saying, no doubt, twenty years ago you'd be chasing around. Anyway, um, let's just have go. Twelve. Few... That would have been a, that would have been a bit much, but
1: yeah, I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's go through a couple of photos. This is Dave <laughs> in Maryland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you meet Dave? Yeah, he's fucking
1: he. Maybe Kirk's taller than I thought. Yeah, Dave, I thought he was like at least six three, six four. Um, yeah, yeah, he was a nice guy. Him and his wife. He went there with his wife, which is a bold move, but um, good on him.
0: There's Blind Mike. I think this is a Mama K photo. Blind Mike. Blind Mike. Here.
1: Joe in the corner. We got my boy Mongo in the back. John Stewart oh, in the was, back. How
0: was Joe and Dante? Were they hitting up people oh. for their motel? <laughs> no. are. Uh, I did see him pulling straws for something. I don't know what that was about. No, they're they're the best. Yeah, it was Joe wasn't given any love from Kirk on the show, which was strange because I would have thought the COO of the network would have been at least mentioned, but anyway um this is mama k photo pre-drinks i mean if this i don't know if mama k's put on like a fat lens to make everyone look fatter. um <laughs> i'm somehow the a,
1: third fattest person in this photo that's remarkable
0: you are not that fat like oh maybe you are i haven't seen you in a while
1: i think i'm cross out here too which is not not great
0: um and then we've got that's the two producers at work coleman thinking oh i didn't get any content yeah, people, people are show. saying I
1: don't know if this is real. And if people are saying Coleman was high as a kite, <laughs> I didn't I, pick I, up on that. I'm not a I'm not a big weed guy, so maybe if you're a weed guy, you could pick up on it. But I didn't pick up on that at all. But it would kind of make sense why you'd you know not have much. You know, kind of. I can't spot. imagine. I
0: can't imagine Coleman. Yeah,
1: neither mad. neither can I.
0: Neither can I. But people were saying. I, I think if anything, I mean, it's his first live show as producer. He's probably very nervous. Yeah probably excited because he got everyone coming up to him giving him hugs and stuff um so this is a mixed view from you know and you can see, look in the end as i said not a very comfortable viewing experience for the minor fans but no one seemed to complain apart from me as usual um Mm. (laughs) but you can see there like you could probably fit 15 people there comfortably at most and all it would have taken actually if Mm. they're just hired or brought, you know 15 fold away chairs you know you could put fold away chairs on around a bit and you you could have done a much better show Um, yeah but i think this this is as good as you could do for a fucking little teen i think that adds to it i'm glad that i was sitting down
1: by the way so to the far right here there's three gentlemen so you know the first you know the first and the third right yeah middleman's or mochella okay
0: there you go there you go white caucasian male believe it or not Surprising. Um, yep. What's this? No, that's Sam again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is oh, this is a minor fan trying to promote his business. Uh, uh, no, that,
1: that's that's not what that is. Mister uh, Ice is uh, Elio, Dave Portnoy's best friend. He does a thing. I'm pretty sure, uh, Mister Mister Ice, where he does uh hockey overs. Ninety five percent okay. sure that's what that is. Yeah. So that's Elio. He was there. No, no, no that, that's Elio's brand. That he's wearing right. the Mr. Ice thing. Okay. Look at look how uncomfortable Kirk is. Like seeing Kirk in the wild. Like I like people watching like airports. There's some good spots. Kirk anywhere around people is just oh like that is so that is the most uncomfortable man I've ever seen in my life in this photo. What is he doing <laughs> with his hand?
0: You want to be uncomfortable. I don't know. He's just trying not to touch that guy. Give me and you want to say uncomfortable. Look at this weirdo Tim and Canton do like doing a <laughs> shot of, so that's this seven foot guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, it would be better funny. if actually he'd done them the other way so Coleman's camera was facing well um, he hasn't you know, He
1: hasn't has been, has been the same since the heart attack, we know that. So good good. I uh, still I still laugh at that. I wish I met that tall guy. I don't
0: was he yeah. at
1: the Wilbur? Well, he, he was at did. I'm I'm ninety five percent sure that he was at the um producer reveal. Okay. In Saco Yeah. Yeah. I'll just I'm just leaving this
0: image up here for Coleman because um, probably... yeah
1: coleman's really
0: leaning into this gay thing huh yeah Uh, and that's um gig did a lovely tribute picture to the show (laughs) yes did you get some food there no i listen good event subway come on i like subway i don't, don't mind it at all i even got the justin once recently but the key. No, is no, no, thing. no, you, no, you didn't, because you don't get it verbatim. You don't get it verbatim. Yeah. It's not that's true. But I didn't get the jalapenos. So, so you didn't, so you didn't yeah. get the Justin. You got a weird knockoff version. Justin minus the jalapenos, which did work. It worked much better. Great. Um, so after the show, you guys just went to a bar, had a few drinks. Was that the plan? Yeah, the bar we went to was definitely
1: like a local spot. Seems small on the outside. You go in, there's like pool tables and shit. The, the, the bartender working. She was very good looking But You'd be terrified of her Because she had face tattoos And she's wearing this really short Skimpy top No bra so the nips are out Belly button she has A tattoo it's it's An uh, in, in interesting cursive It says 13 which is a El Salvadorian street gang <laughs> Like nips I look at nips and I'm like Just to be clear here <laughs> we definitely would, but we're we're more scared of her than attracted to. He's like, Oh, definitely like and nipples even like that's gang affiliation. So it was a it was a weirder scene. Um, you know, if you're gonna get in a bar fight with gang members, men fans are not probably the people I want around me, but yeah. no, no nothing uh absurd happened. But it was that was just it was a very, very good night and one is one as good as it could for you know a small event like that.
0: Oh great. Well it sounds like everyone had a great time. Show was good, no one did anything silly. And it ended with you know what Justin and Blind Mike go, going to bed together, and Coleman eating a Subway late at night, and putting up the show. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fun
1: stuff. It went off without a hitch. I mean, like I said, um, I, I would have been funny, you know, in an alternative universe where that fake Augustus Count was actually real Augustus, and they they got broken down. You know how that kind of <laughs> would have swung things, but um, no, it went uh, it went it went very good. I, I'd be stunned. Um, when they're back in studio if kirk's really critical about anything
0: i think it went went as well as it could yeah yeah congratulations kirk a genius pulling it off again um well done to everybody that went there i mean amazing effort joe and dante drove from ohio to that show. it's not
1: it's not as far as you I'm your, ge- your geography maybe lot people or calling like mick from the cape is eight hours coming from ohio was, was 10 so both are far. As shit, it's not as far okay, as I thought okay. either. I, I thought it'd be way further. Yeah. Uh,
0: Harrington, Delaware.
1: The big takeaway, not to go back to something I said a while back. Yeah, it's just
0: I, I was in the car. Mm-hmm. 525 miles. So I'm fully
1: hours. vindicated in that part of Delaware being the South. A, a, really? a million, a, a million percent. We, I, I couldn't help myself. I asked everybody. You must hey, have loved I, it. I was like, hey, like uh, I bring people over, like witness, I'm like hey, like are you from the area? Yeah, i like. Is this, is this part of Delaware the South? And everyone would say, verbatim, absolutely, this is the slower, lower. I don't know what that means. I like it. I can't explain <laughs> what it means. But everyone said that, like, yeah, this part of Delaware is the South. A hundred percent. People had accents. The one thing that was a little tough in my argument, was there's snow on the ground. But, yeah,
0: so vindicated on that. Not that Excellent. anyone cares, but I am. Well, good stuff. Well, Montante, thanks for joining me um, to review the Delaware show. Um, from from what I listen to, it's a, you know, b plus show great stuff um so yeah like those. It? it
1: was it was um yeah b plus is fair it's it's everything that you'd i mean you can't hit a grand slam with that it's just there's no huge fuck-ups everyone had a good time there was no fucking crazy drama yeah, every once in a while be a man guy would be talking to someone a little loud I'd kind of divert everyone's attention but it's, it's okay uh <laughs> nothing crazy happened it was it was it was a good show i want as well as you thought it would, and it was a, it was a good night, great night, even for for selfish reasons. Got to watch the four o'clock football game, saw the show, kind of checked the phone every once in a while. Left half the, the show ended at halftime
0: of the late game. It was it was a it was a great Saturday night. Oh, fantastic! It worked well for you gambling, and it was a great absolutely, show. Absolutely,
1: I lost every bet I made, but it was a great show.
0: Good. Well, I'm going to go now and keep an eye on the Detroit Lions v. the Bucks because I took Robbie V.'s lock of the week of the Lions minus six. And they're now up by seven, so that's looking good. Um, Beautiful. table well, thanks for joining me. Enjoy the rest of the football. I think Bill's chief for you next. i yes. this on the network shortly. Thanks, everybody, for watching. And the Minna fans that went to that show in Harrington, just fucking good on you, fucking good on you. I wish I was there with you. And uh, well done, Kirk, Justin, Coleman, and Harry. Great show.